2: Broadway fans. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up Broadway. I'm your host, Diana Prescott, and today I am back with my co-host, Martine Acuna. What's up, Martine? How was your weekend? Ooh, it was
0: good. Uh, I didn't do much, and I didn't want to do much, so <laughs> I literally just worked a little bit on, sun, on Saturday and then run errands on Sunday. So, yeah. I love a weekend
2: good. where you're not doing much. That sounds... Very beautiful. Yes. I did. Oh, well, you know what I did. I think I spoke about (laughs) this (laughs) on social media. I actually saw Tick Tick Boom for the first time. Two weeks ago, but I wasn't allowed to talk about it. It was under embargo. But now I'm free to say whatever I want. And I just want to say everyone needs to see this. I saw it again over the weekend um, because, you know, shows like that need a second viewing. And I feel like I missed so much, but it's even better the second time. And I may go again. Um, the music, Jonathan Larson's music, the storytelling, everything about that show and Lynn Manuel's directorial debut is like a one, two, three punch. Like he's been here before. He's so talented. I highly suggest that you see this film with other theater people because there yeah. are so many theater references that if you're in a theater with people who do not get our world, it's not as fun. Um, and so I know Paris, theater in New York is where many of the theater people are going. So if you can get to Paris, I would absolutely go there. Um, I saw a few shows over the weekend that I am not at liberty to talk about yet because I am reviewing them. (laughs) But I will say I did see Assassins and I'm not reviewing that show. So I'm allowed to talk about it. And I thought it was great. Stephen Sondheim, That's it. Period. Like, what else do you need to say about him? Let's get into some Broadway breaking news. So some very sad news. Producers announced on Thursday of last week that Chicken and Biscuits will play its final performance on November 28th. The news comes after the new play announced in an an extended cancellation of performances through November 18th, due to COVID-19 cases in the company. The production will now resume performances on November 19th. If you do not have tickets for the show, get them now for the final dates. As you saw previously with Dana H. and Is This a Room, this could possibly help to extend again. You have to get out and buy tickets and support the show. The show is so funny, like just do it. It's a production you do not wanna miss. Playwright Douglas Lyons did say on his Instagram stories that this is not the end for this show, so I'm hoping to hear maybe some touring news, fingers crossed to a film or something, but this show, <laughs> this show needs to live on. I know you would love a film, Martine. <laughs> Sony Masterworks Broadway announced the release of the studio cast recording of Witness Uganda, an American musical, an album of music from the powerful musical envisioned by creative duo Matt Gould and Griffin Matthews. The album features 24 songs from the show as performed by Matthews, and a star-studded cast including multi-hyphenate superstar Cynthia Erivo, we love her, Yes, (laughs) Grammy-winning recording artist Lettucey, we love her, and stage and screen stars Nicolette Robinson, Emma Hutton, and Krystalyn Lloyd, among others. The album will be made available on February 11th, 2022. Also- Great news that just came out this morning. An HBO documentary following the making of tonight's Monday night sold out performance. One night only reunion concert of Spring Awakening, benefiting the Actors Fund, is now in production. Produced by Radical Media, the documentary will follow the original stars as they come together for the first time in 15 years. The documentary will debut on HBO and will be available to stream on HBO Max next year, bringing the story of this one night only musical performance to fans and audiences across the globe. This Just In, one of the shows I saw over the weekend, Colored Water, at The Public, has been extended by one week and is now closing on Sunday, December 12th.
0: Billy Crystal will return to Broadway this spring in a musical adaptation of Mr. Saturday Night. Crystal will play comedian Buddy Young Jr., the role he originated in the 1992 Columbia Pictures film. The Broadway cast will include Randy Graff, David Paymer, and Cheston Harmon. This musical will play at the Nederlander Theatre starting March 1st, 2022, ahead of a March 31st opening night. Mr. Saturday Night features a score by Jason Robert Brown and lyrics by Amanda Green. Crystal wrote the book to the musical alongside Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel, all of whom were screenwriters for the film. Also, Broadway extended its vaccination and masking mandate through February 2022 and set new rules for children and international visitors. Children under the age of 12 must attend a Broadway show with an adult who is fully vaccinated and show proof of one dose of the vaccine at least 14 days before the performance or a proof of a negative PCR or rapid COVID-19 test to enter the theater. As stated in the previous vaccination guidelines, individuals age 12 and older will need to be fully vaccinated to attend the show. International visitors must show proof of two doses of any combination of FDA or WHO-approved COVID-19 vaccines. Broadway will require proof of vaccination for audience members, as well as mask-wearing except while eating or drinking, through February 28, 2022. The Broadway League said the vaccination requirement also applies to cast and company members of the productions. The current policy was set to expire at the end of 2021. In other news, Lucy Moss, who is the co-writer and director of the international hit musical Six, will direct the musical adaptation of Legally Blonde for the summer 2022 season at London's Regents Park Open Air Theatre. The musical, featuring a score by Lawrence O'Keefe and Nell Benjamin and a book by Heather Hatch, will open the venue's 19th anniversary season, running May 13th until July 2nd. How are you feeling about all this news, Ayana?
2: It's so much.
0: It's a lot. It's
2: so much news, but I am absolutely excited about Legally Blonde being directed by Lucy Moss. I mean, what she did with um, Six is very exciting. And I love, you know me, I love to see women as directors. And so I'm very excited to see what she does with this show witness Uganda I've never seen this show but I'm excited to hear this music
0: and especially with,
2: with cast yeah Can like you? Cynthia Rivo and let come yeah. on yeah like, put that in my ears right now um and yeah I'm so excited what about you
0: I am also super excited about this documentary from Spring Awakening because mm-hmm. through the weekend I saw videos from the cast in rehearsals and one specifically of Skylar Aston doing runs and riffs during a song, and I was like, Yes, I needed this. To survive the weekend, <laughs> I needed this. So I'm super excited about that documentary.
2: I am too. Also for the for the majority of us not going. This will give us some type of access yeah. to um what is what should be like the greatest reunion since. I guess the Wicked concert that we got and I'm really really excited um Spring Awakening is literally one of my favorite musicals so I'm very excited to see this so yes HBO Max thank you for giving us all the content that we need Mm -hmm. (laughs) on that note let's get into some show openings and casting announcements Diana the Musical officially opens this Wednesday at the Long Acre Theater. Diana the Musical celebrates the life of Princess Diana and the light of her legacy that continues to shine across the world. The musical has book and lyrics by Tony winner Joe DiPietro and music and lyrics by Tony Award winner David Bryan. Social media is already going berserk with responses to this show, so I'm looking forward to seeing it this week. The North American tour of Rogers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma began performances last week at the Orpheum Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and will continue to play over 25 cities during the 2021-2022 season, including stops in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Dallas, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Nashville, and more. We can't wait to see our good sis as Ado Annie in the near future.
0: Devin Kawaoka and Jonathan Chad Higginbotham will join the cast of Jeremy O'Harris' Slave Play. Kawaoka will join the company as Dustin and Higginbotham will play Philip. Both actors will make their Broadway debuts with the production. They join returning cast members Ado Blackson-Wood, Chalia Latour, Irene Sofia Lucio, Annie McNamara, and Paul alexander Nolan. As previously announced, Antoinette Crow Legacy will take over the role of Kenesha. Slave Play is scheduled to begin performances at the August Wilson Theatre on November 23rd, ahead of an opening night on December 2nd. This limited run engagement will play through January 23rd, and this play originally ran at Broadway's Golden Theatre from September 2019 to January 2020. Also, Joshua Boone will join the previously announced cast of Dominique Morisot's Skeleton and Crew. Manhattan Theatre Club announced Monday that Boone, who previously appeared in Network on Broadway, joins Felicia Rashad, Shante Adams, Brandon J. Durden, and Adesola Osakalumi to complete the full cast. The Broadway premiere is directed by Ruben Santiago Hudson. Skeleton Crew will begin performances at the Samuel J. Friedman Theatre on December 21st, ahead of a January 12, 2022 opening. Two-time Grammy nominee and Theatre World Award winner Conrad Ricomora will start a seamer in the three-time Best Musical Revival award-winning production of Little Shop of Horrors beginning January 11, 2022. Tony nominee Jeremy Jordan, also we've seen him in News' and American Son, will play his final performance on January 9th, 2022 at the West Side Theater, located on 407 West 43rd Street in New York. We also have two other openings this week. Company will start its previews with Patti Lapone and Katrina Lenk, and Jersey Boys is reopening tonight, Monday 15th. With Jonathan Cable as Nick Mossey, Aaron DeJesus as Frankie Valley, CJ Polikowski as Bob Gaudio, and John Rochette as Tommy DeVito. And last thing for this part, and I'm excited to talk about it, is on Tuesday, November 16th, Chicago will celebrate 25 years on Broadway. And that is a long,
2: long run. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Skeleton Crew, though. That cast lineup is so exciting, and I know that you will be in New York when it's open, so I think we should go together. Yes. Shantae Adams is... um, She's an upcoming Hollywood star, and this will be her Broadway debut. And she is a phenomenal actress. If you have not seen any of the films, she... She's been in. Google her right after you listen to this full episode. Um, she's She has a film coming out um, during Christmas season with um, Michael B. Jordan. That's so, it. That's it. Yeah. And it's going to be directed by Denzel Washington. And so just look yeah. her up. Google her now. I'm very excited to see what she does on Broadway. Um, so much great casting. What are you most excited about?
0: I'm most excited about little shop um mm. i think conrad will blast that character like i love jeremy jordan i saw him in american sun and it, it was another thing like i've never seen him play in straight plays only on musicals um and in in in, in newsies and like yeah the musical theater part uh, and never as a as, as only a straight play actor and i loved him uh, but conrad will be amazing as seymour mm-hmm. so i'm excited for for that
2: Little Shop was one of the last shows I saw before Broadway shut, well, theater shut down in general because this is off Broadway. Um, and it's such a phenomenal production of Little Shop. It's, it's, it's mind boggling how good it is. Um, and so if you have not seen this production, I ask you to get a ticket right now. Let's get into what's happening on theater socials.
1: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
2: are shows closing ahead of time? yeah. And I know that Dana H and Is This a Room and now Chicken and Biscuits have announced closing before their full run. But it has to do with like a number of things, right? The COVID of it all is like, there are a lot of people who are still worried about coming back to Broadway or theater in general. Mm-hmm. But if I can be an example I have seen to date, drum roll, roll, please. (laughs) I have seen to date over 30 shows since Broadway has come back or theater has come back. Um, And I get tested often. I am fully vaccinated, wear my mask over my nose and my mouth in the theater and get tested often because I'm also doing events and events want you to be fully vaccinated and give you a test ahead of time. And I have been, thankfully, good. Um, And I know that theater right now is literally the safest place you can be. Everyone is doing a great job. I know theaters have um, COVID safety managers now that are outside of the theater and inside of the theater doing all that they can to make sure that every attendee is safe. Mm -hmm. And so... Shows closing ahead of time could be a number of factors, but I know that people are still worried about coming back. And I'm here to assure you, again, use me as as an example, that you can come back to the theater. Buy tickets to these shows. Do not wait. Because, you know, any show, this is going to be one of those seasons that are really up in the air. And so you do not want to wait. Like. I can understand if you're traveling to New York to see a show, but if you're already in New York, try to see the show as soon as you can, because you do not know if it's going to stay open or what the case is going to be. So know that you're safe. Know that this is going to be a very tricky year. I suspect that next year will be a little bit different, but know that you can be safe and come back to the theater. So I know that people are really sad right now. Martine, as you can see on social that shows that they have already fallen in love with. Like, I can't tell you. Have you seen like all Is This a Room and Dana H. tweets?
0: Yes. And all the love the shows are getting right now Mm -hmm. since they announced that they were closing. I mean, the extension was great news. Mm -hmm. uh, But... For me personally, it breaks my heart not to see those two productions mm-hmm. and with Chicken and Biscuits, those two yeah. productions. Just,
2: um, and, and see, you get a pass because... <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> distance. The because distance. distance. So you yeah. get a pass. Um, <laughs> we obviously want you to see shows like this, um, but you absolutely get a pass. And we know that you're coming soon. We won't say the dates on air, um, but we will get you to a bunch of shows while you're here. Also making its rounds on theater socials is the MTA Times Broadway campaign, which I think is so iconic. Give yes. me your thoughts first. I talked a lot last segment. Give me your thoughts on this.
0: I mean, I, I, I didn't know about the 1977 uh, MTA Broadway campaign until this one came back. Mm-hmm. And I as soon as I saw it, like the two pictures the new and the old i was like i need a search for the old one and i was mind blown i think it's so creatively genius and intelligent and it's a great way um to promote that it's also safe riding the subway mm mm-hmm. and the the new pictures are amazing, and I saw a lot of memes with Rob McClure uh, from uh, Dubfire. <laughs> uh I don't know if you
2: see it, if you saw I it. I have not seen the memes yet.
0: I'm I'm gonna look for it because. It was like you have one of those. to send me them all. Yeah. Like caption this uh, photo. And it was like Rob <laughs> looking at the the photographer or someone uh, from Mexico. Matthew like, Murphy,
2: he, by the way, who killed this. Oh, uh,
0: Matthew always kills his photos. <laughs> He's, his job is amazing. And I can't wait for him to release the pictures he took from Sis mm-hmm. on Oklahoma.
2: I need that. I I need need that that now. (laughs) Um, The MTA's uh, Broadway campaign is so beautiful and so thoughtful. I have family that works for the MTA that I didn't know knew about this campaign in 77, Mm -hmm. but they were like, oh, we did a campaign like that before. And I was like, really? So why didn't I know about this? But anyways, I I like that a new generation of us are getting to learn about these campaigns that came out way back when and like reimagining them with shows that are on broadway now and very th- we thoughtful should,
0: we should make it a trend like every 10 right? years or 15 years we should do that
2: yeah so many you know people who don't know about this <laughs> i surely didn't i feel like i've been working in this industry for a while but i have no idea about this campaign and it's yeah. so well done so if you haven't seen the pictures just Google Broadway Times MTA on Twitter and all of the pictures will come out. Lastly, on theater socials, we talked a little bit about this earlier with Tick, Tick, Boom, but we cannot, I know Martine has not seen the movie yet and we will not send out any spoilers, but this is literally a love letter to theater fans. Every moment of this film was made with, love and passion for the theater of person. And I think <laughs> we know how much Lynn loves theater. We can see in his tweets, I think he's the only person who tweets a little bit more than me um, <laughs> about <laughs> theater. Um, but we totally can see his love for this art form within the film. And everyone who has already seen it can fully gets that and has tweeted about it. And again, when you see this film, see it with other theater people. I cannot stress that enough because the moments that will mean so much will be amplified with other people who love the theater because we're the only ones who are going to get it. Like theater has a world of its own. And so really, really go make sure you do your research on where theater, Twitter or theater, Instagram, wherever are going to see this film. But I cannot wait to hear your thoughts, Martine on this film once you see it um this week so yes i'm I'm super
0: excited (laughs) also because i was reading online um, without spoilers i was reading people's comments about it and one that really stuck with me was lynn manuel throwing a shoe at andrew garfield when he discovered (laughs) that he could sing and I didn't know that Andrew Garfield could sing. And I'm super I haven't even listened to the 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 new cast recording they did because I want to mm-hmm. see it on the big screen and I wanna see Andrew. I mean, I love Andrew Garfield even as Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm not a superhero guy, but even as Spider-Man, um so i'm super excited for this and i've heard so many good things and as you said it's a love letter to theater mm-hmm. um, so yeah i'll tweet that reaction, all about
2: it. That reaction from lynn is <laughs> probably the same reaction i would have had because the moment andrew opened his mouth i said where did that come from <laughs> literally like because he's done so many like He's been in films that are like serious and demanding, yeah. or like you know, or Spider Man. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but Tick Tick Boom really showed um, the range of his talent. What he did with this role—it's like you you can watch the screen and totally miss that this is Andrew Garfield and just mm-hmm. see Jonathan Larson. And that's that's one thing with Tick Tick Boom is almost almost like. Ah, uh, blending the lines of biopic, and so it's he's telling his story, and you do not see Andrew, and that's that's something that's Oscar worthy. When you yeah. cannot see Andrew anymore, you totally just see Jonathan Larson. Fantastic! Yeah. What people have been tweeting, very exciting. If you have not seen those tweets, get into them because. They are perfect. Anyways, let's get into some fan Q&A. Before we wrap, make sure to check out broadwaypodcastnetwork.com for new episodes, including broadway Wasted podcasts with Lauren Boyd as they discuss Broadway, Bad Puns, and J.J. Corey Whiskey. Anything Goes podcast talks with composer Maury Yeston about his musical, Nine. Real Talk with Mason Bray chats with cinematographer Alice Brooks about In the Heights and Tick, Tick, Boom. Now We're Talking podcast with Drew Gasparini connects with Broadway treasurer Matt Doyle. Broadway Gives Back podcast chats with Britton Smith about founding the Broadway Advocacy Coalition. And don't forget to check out BPN's latest true crime podcast series, This Is Reality, following the true story of reality winner. Make sure to download our iOS app at bpn.fm slash app for early access to all these episodes and more. So a little fan Q&A, we asked about what theater songs are in your rotation right now on social media. Um, and so if we were creating a playlist, Martine, what songs right now are you listening to that you would put on like a mass theater, cast, playlist? That
0: is a very hard question because I already have my playlist on Apple Music and I I, I made it myself and it's called A Very Musical Playlist. And I have my favorite songs and it's like three days long. (laughs) So I have a lot. Three days long. Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of shows, not whole shows, just Mm -hmm. my favorites. Um, But right now... I've had a chorus line very, very close to me. I don't know why. So at the ballet or what I did for love um, are two songs that just are popping every single day when I wake up. And obviously when I'm in the shower, because I listen to my musical playlist in the shower. You have said this before. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if it's not Dreamgirls. Well I'm I'm shampooing my hair. It's gonna be um a chorus line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is hilarious. Well those are good picks. Those are good picks. Yeah. What am I listening to right now? So i I've had all weekend tick tick boom um Sunday on rotation and literally went to a diner yesterday just because that song is stuck in my head. So I'm I am predicting that diners are gonna have a really good end of year because of this musical, because people are going to be going back to diners. Also, Assassins, weirdly enough, has gone back into rotation. Um, After I saw it at CSC Off-Broadway, I was just like, wow, this music is really great. And it's something that I hadn't listened to in In a long a, long time. And the music almost... I mean, Sondheim also did Sweeney, but like I've always loved the darker musicals. Um, And so things like Phantom and Assassins and Sweeney and Carrie, all those dark musicals with themes that are like, uh, like the low tones. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) And so... That's what's in my rotation. Send me all your recommendations and maybe Martine and I can put together a playlist to share with everyone. A What's Up Broadway playlist. A What's Up Broadway playlist. I love that. Let's work on that. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at vpnfm slash and connect with us on Twitter at VWaypod Network. Send us a hot tip at VPN.fm slash hot tip. And please make sure that you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway.
1: 18 plus.